Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Welcome back, everyone, to the Life Tips Show, or welcome to the Life Tips Show. We're here today with a fabulous guest, and of course, we're here with our co-host, Amanda. Hey! What's going on? <laughs> Amanda's continuing her green revolution and revelation with a fabulous guest today uh, from a company called EcoCoach. E-C-O-C-O-A-C-H, in case someone's listening in and wants to go check out the site uh, as we're sitting here live on the show. But how are you, Amanda? What's cooking over there? I'm great. Well, you know, I got to thinking about, you know, some of the stuff we do around the office. And, you know, we're fighting the good fight, Byron. We're all up in the green revolution. And I figured there's got to be ways that we could get even more involved around the office. So I enlisted the help of our guest today. She's an eco-coach. She kind of comes in and coaches you through how you can become more eco-friendly, especially around the office place. So I'm hoping she brought with her some really good tips today on how we can take our green to the next level. Indeed. Um, And, you know, as we think about the concept of coaches, you know, in general, you know, there are life coaches, there are business coaches, there are mentors. You know, I think I'm hoping that this concept of a green coach can really break through the tarnish that I think the coaching industry has overall. Um, these one-on-one coaches have always had kind of a bad rap, don't you think? You know, I do, I do. Um, it's true. Yep. Whereas your 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 team coaches have always had a wonderful rap, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And so I don't understand why why we all have have uh, seemingly you know, uh, looked at the concept of a one-on-one coach in a negative way. But I think maybe the Green Revolution in, in the interview today may open some eyes to the fact that these are actually very complicated issues and, and decisions we need to make. There are a lot of products on the, on the market. A lot of people are not aware of those products um, and how you can make your life better. There's so many individual decisions we made. I mean, we definitely have an information overload problem with the Green Revolution that we're experiencing right now. So maybe our guest, whose name is very difficult to pronounce, and I won't even attempt it (laughs) until we return from a station break. So when we come back, everyone, we will look for Byron's poor pronunciation of either a Russian gymnast or the president (laughs) and founder of eco-coach.com. So tune in in a minute, everyone. Back with some great coaching on Going Green. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. 
do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Talking about the future of marketing and media with Rashad Tabakawala. Why do you think Google has just dominated so much and are they going to continue to dominate the search business? They have basically optimized giving people audiences, which is when you buy search, you buy an audience, you don't underwrite content. But they're in the content business and the fact that they monetize content. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Annika Novakovica. <laughs> Whoa. Close, close. It's Anka. <laughs> Anka. <laughs> the sad part is I actually got some coaching in between the station break there, and I still messed it up. My apologies, Anka. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing and, and, and how it's going. Um, sure, I'd be happy to. Thank you for having me on the show, first of all. So EcoCoach is a sustainability consulting company, and what we do is we help businesses and individuals be more eco-friendly. My background is in management consulting, and I've always had a passion for the environment, and I wanted to put the two together. So I started uh, this business a couple years ago and focused on business as well as residential. And so we have people who are doing uh, more of the residential services and others who are doing more of the business services. Step us into the whole concept of consulting and migrating from, uh, you know, traditional consulting to eco-friendly consulting or green consulting. Was it a difficult transition? Did you did you take the same principles and fundamentals and kind of apply it to the, the green science? Or tell us about that transition. Well, I did. It was a, a relatively uh, easy transition, mainly because I also had the background, because as I was doing management consulting, because working with the environment was more of my passion, and really when I set out to do management consulting, what I was trying to do was get the skills that would then help me work with the environment and get to where I am today. So in terms of the management skills, looking at uh, organizational behavior, looking at the processes, looking at the strategy that a business uses, um, those were pretty much could be taken from management consulting and moved into sustainability consulting. And because I had the background in terms of the environmental um, 
subject. And because I also uh, obtained my LEAD accreditation, that's the Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, and it's a um, certification that the U.S. Green Building Council provides for businesses and also for individuals who help those businesses become certified as green buildings. Um, that helped the transition. Hmm. Interesting. Now, this shouldn't be a first question that I ask you, but is it profitable, and, and can you actually make a living doing this? Because it sounds like so much fun to be able to help businesses help <laughs> the environment. <laughs> oh, I uh, Yes, it is profitable, and I love what I'm doing. So I consider myself extremely lucky to be able to make a living and to do what I love. Tell us about the model itself. Do you have employees now? Are you starting out? You know, wh- wh- Where are you in the cycle? Sure. The model is such uh, is designed such that we have a, cl- a uh, network of consultants, and it's about fifty some consultants that we bring on board, depending on the the project. And that's on the on the business side. On the residential side, we're also training, and, and what we're going to start doing relatively soon, probably within the next few months, is have eco coach training for residential services that we provide. Hmm. So. Do you bill your consultants hourly? Does that how it is that how it works? It really depends on the project. So some projects we have an idea of how long it would take, and depending on the size of the business and the service, we can give them a set fee. But if it's a longer and ongoing project, or if we think it's going to kind of morph into something else, we will uh, bill it hourly. And it's also, and we also have retainer uh, fees for some businesses that want to get sustainability consulting, um, so, uh, some sort of sustainability consulting on an ongoing basis, but they're not really sure how much they'll need uh, each month. Got it. So, do you have full-time employees I- as well that are managing projects and doing things in-house, or is it mo- mostly? Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> we've been trying hard at this moment not to have full-time employees, but it looks like we will need to to bring some people on board relatively soon. So we're growing uh, quickly, which I'm that's, very happy for. That's that's exciting. Good for you. So back to the help that you can provide a business. So we just moved into a five thousand square foot office here. You know, um, we we ended up buying some plastic materials and staying raw and, you know, kind of winging it and trying to stay green, you know, where do, when do you like to get involved with a business with regards to taking the business green? And, and what, what, do you, what do you offer? What, what, are, what, are, what are solutions that you're providing businesses? Well, to be honest, whenever they're ready, because some businesses are not ready in the beginning. So if, they're, if you're moving to a new office, you're so busy with other things that are going on, kind of figuring out where everyone goes and getting the lay of the land and uh, keeping costs down. That that may not be the best time, but other businesses might have uh, the money at that time and resources to to actually invest in it. So it really depends. I mean, we have businesses that have started and are more in the intermediate to advanced uh, part or spectrum of going green. And there are some businesses that really don't don't know too much about it. You know, they've heard change a light bulb. Great. Well, <laughs> that's great. But what else do you do, especially in a business setting? So 
you know, it's really when, whenever they're ready. And then in terms of the services that we provide, one of our more popular uh, services is a assessment, and that's really looking at water, energy, waste, procurement, uh, transportation, and the operations of the business and seeing where they are today and where they'd like to be in the future. Huh. And actually uh, what we're doing right now <laughs> and that we're very excited about is that we had teamed up about a year ago with a uh, local D.C.-based nonprofit and put together a green business certification because we found that there's a vacuum for office-based businesses and for retail businesses. So, in other words, there's the lead accreditation for the buildings, but if you don't own the building, what do you do and how do you show that you're green? So we worked with, with SB Now. We also worked with a working group that included Energy Star, the EPA, the U.S. Green Building Council, the Sierra Club, Calver Group, GW University, and a few other players, and developed this certification, which we're actually right now piloting. And we're very excited and we'll be launching. We plan on launching it in February of next year. Now, Anka, this is, I, I think the green certification is a really amazing way to go, especially um, in, in, the, uh, you know, in the, the tidal wave of greenwashing that's come around recently. For any of our listeners that don't know what greenwashing is, it's when companies advertise themselves as being really eco-friendly and really green alternatives, sort of you know, cashing in on, on the eco-revolution when, in fact, they've really done nothing that's, that's eco-friendly at all. So this green certification, is this going to sort of help fight that? Oh, yeah, and that's actually why we developed it is because when that's one of the issues that we are finding with, with our clients is that they were going green and they wanted to show that they were going green, but they didn't have anything to base it on. And their consumer, their customers were asking for it, but the customers also didn't have any sort of gauge. You know, some companies, like you were saying, Amanda, claim that they're green and really all they've done, you know, they've taken two steps. Like they've decided that they're going to go paperless on their statements and then they've changed a couple of compact fluorescent, um, a, a couple of bulbs to compact fluorescents. And really that's, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. So now what is, what is one of the, the most major problems you see, the, one of the most common problems you see when you walk into any given office to begin consulting? Hmm. People's habits. <laughs> okay. Because really, uh, that's one thing that we're finding is that you can change a lot of the infrastructure, but if you don't educate individuals and help them change their habits and provide them with incentives, then you may be making, you know, uh, taking a couple strides, but not necessarily going as far as you can. So there are changes that you can make, for example, um, in terms of energy efficiency or water consumption and, and what have you, and that's great, and that brings down the cost of your operations. But there are other things, for example, like turning off the lights if you don't have occupancy sensors, that you need the help of everyone who's in the business. And so it's really looking at the, the culture of the business and how can, it, can this become part of their everyday lifestyle. What kind of incentives do you recommend companies offer to get employees to go green? 
<laughs> That's a great question. It really depends, <laughs> on, it depends on the corporate culture. There are some businesses and there are some individuals, uh, for example, who, like I'll give you an example. There's one organization that we're working with who now has a Zipcar membership so that to encourage their employees to take public transportation into the city and then if they need to run errands to take the car and, and uh do the errands and then come back. So they don't have to bring their car into the city. Another incentive is uh, providing outings. So having a green challenge at work and uh, encouraging different people, encouraging everyone to do certain items. So, for example, you'd have a checklist and say, okay, if you, if you as an individual or you as a team accomplish 10 out of the 15, this is what you get. So you'd get either an outing or a dinner at an eco-friendly restaurant or something like that. Another, uh, another thing that is becoming pretty common are, uh, is uh, green fairs that are kind of educational. It's not an incentive, but it's certainly something that I've seen uh, has garnered a lot of interest for businesses. So the businesses will either team with other businesses or we'll put on, if they're big enough, we'll put on a, a green fair within their area for their employees. And so the employees get little perks and get, get some education out of it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Those are good incentives. I, you know, yeah. I look forward to things yeah. like that. Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. and I, thought, I thought of another one that um, we're working on, which is uh, an HR perk, which is provide, working with HR to provide in-home eco-audits. So that's, that's really the uh, residential portion of what we do, and this is kind of one of the things that we're working on is to on the HR front because you have um, health health insurance, for example, well, why not have some sort of environmental um, mm-hmm. benefits, so to speak? So, And that will also tie into health. So if you educate your employees about going green at home and what steps they can take, and that makes them healthier at home, then obviously that decreases absenteeism, and uh, that will also change their habits at work. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of changing habits, you guys offer a lot of great workshops for both businesses and individuals, right? We do. We offer anything from how to green your home 101, how to green your office 101, and we've actually found that those two are pretty popular with um, employers. Uh, They're bringing us in-house and educating their employees. We also have a whole range for individuals and also for uh, businesses that focus on energy efficiency, water efficiency, waste, and then we also have a room-by-room um, series that we provide. And for people who really want to take home more of the knowledge, you guys have a book out now, right? Yes, we do. This is really for businesses, and we're very excited about it. The title is Sustainability 101, a toolkit for your business, and it provides tips, essentially. The idea was to create something that was easy to pick up and easy to do. So you have action steps, the reason that you should be taking the step, a little bit of a background about it, and resources, and obviously how to do it, how to implement it, and resources where you can go and find out more information. Cool. What yeah. advice do you have for um, motivating people to take action? Well, <laughs> there's positive neg- and negative motivation, and I really believe in the positive. Um, and really what that is is, providing, educating, and educating people 
about the good things that could happen if they take action. Because a lot of times, like you had said before, or I think, uh, Amanda, you might have said, there, there's so many things that you can do that a lot, a lot of times people feel overwhelmed. Um, they think, okay, well, where do I get started? And so showing them how that one action can make a difference is makes uh, really does make a difference and really showing it how Im- it impacts them in their everyday life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've trained people, obviously. You've been through extensive training yourself. Um, what can you accomplish with like a half-a-day training in an office environment, getting the employees to take time off, everyone to listen in to some sort of presentation you give them about how we're going to stop using the fax machine and, you know, (laughs) sort of the checklist. I mean, what is a training session like for you and how much impact do you think it has? And, and, uh, and is that, is that what you do? Is that strategy basically to educate an entire office on how to, how to make the planet a better place? That is definitely one of the strategies and training or workshop is the first step. But what we do is work with the business to develop kind of an ongoing strategy because although it's like when you, um, or at least the the statistics that you hear about retention, if you hear something, I believe it's four times, six times, (laughs) then you actually start integrating it and remembering it. Whereas if you hear it one time, most of the time it goes in and out. So the idea is we'll provide the training, and we'll go through steps that they can take at the office, steps that they can take at home. It will be interactive so that they can actually think through what they're doing and they can apply it to their office. It's not just, you know, okay, um, you can turn off the facts, but if it, obviously this is kind of the silly example, but if you don't have a facts, then there's no point, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, there's one training that we did in New York City for a um, financial institution, and it turns out only one person drove a car out of, mm-hmm. out of the whole office. So really telling them to take public transportation was a moot point, right? All right. So <laughs> it, it's, it's tailoring it and making it interactive and seeing what they can do. So part of it is um, helping them to brainstorm, uh-huh. and uh, come up with ideas, and that's also an ongoing process. So it's uh-huh. it's working with management, it's working with the executives to figure out how uh, we can make this a part of the daily culture as opposed to just, uh, you know, like a half-day training or a one-day training uh-huh. for their uh, for their employees. Gotcha. Hmm. So is there a cost that you, I mean, can you want to give some pricing information or invite people to contact you regarding how you're set up and how you work? Sure, definitely. Well, in terms of pricing, it really ranges based on the project. So it's kind of hard to say. But if you do want to contact us, you can contact us. You can go to info at eco-coach.com or just go to the website, www.eco-coach.com. Hey. When you go in and do your training, do you have like a follow-up metric, you know, uh, success meter <laughs> that you can put on the, you know, uh, how, you know, how, how do you handle that, you know? So I'm an employer. I hire you come in and do a half-day training session and shut the office down. Of course, I have you do it on Saturday, but that's a different. <laughs> um, 
you know, so rah rah. I want to see what the impact of your of your coursework is and your education and your funnel. Um, <laughs> you know, how does how can I as the employer that hired you get a gauge on that? Do you have a way to measure that? There, um, yes, we do, and that and it may not be with the training. With the the training for the employees, it's more high level, and so. If we then put together a program that's an ongoing program, then we work with uh, with the executive or with the manager and determine how it's working and what needs to be tweaked. But if we do an assessment, so if we go in and we'll look at uh, water, energy, waste, transportation, et cetera, et cetera, and procurement, we have a baseline. So in essence, we've done that. Then we can come back in three to six months and say, okay, what has been done? And what else needs to be done? And the great thing with this um, with this green business certification program is that with this, if the business wants to do an assessment, we can tailor it for the, the certification. They can figure out how much they need to do in order to qualify for certification. They can do it over a three-month or six-month period, then come back and say, hey, we need your help with certification. So that's another, um, that's another way of kind of a benchmarking. And what we'd like to do in the future, which we, we haven't done yet, uh, but is to start collecting data and be able to benchmark against similar-sized businesses hmm. so that you know where you stand. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's in the next year. Not right now, but I'm throwing it out there. Sounds exciting. So, Anka, well, these... These eco-audits that you guys do, do you wait for someone to invite you in and then you do the audit, or do you just kind of show up and say, we're auditing you? <laughs> Are you guys like, no IRS? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> and actually, we're, we're changing the name because the idea of an audit kind of scares people. <laughs> but, but we still have kept it for the home eco-audit. We still keep the name eco-audit. But... Um, <laughs> No, for businesses, it's an assessment, and it's businesses that actually invite us to to come because they want to see where they stand in terms of sustainability, and they are, they also have plans on moving forward, and they may not be sure on how to do it. You know what would be really cool, and this is Byron's always got these big great business ideas on air, but this is my great business idea, is if you guys started showing up at some of the major, major companies, like Walmart-sized <laughs> companies, and you said, you know, we're auditing you guys, and we're going to come up with a list of ways that you could be greener, and you could save money, and you could be more environmentally friendly, and then they hire you to fix all these great problems. That's my, that's my <laughs> big business plan. So, you know, you, you can make the audit, you know, something of a, a really respectable thing. People don't want to get eco-audited. They want to prevent these problems ahead of time, you know? Yeah, yeah, hey, that's definitely a new service. <laughs> that's my big plan of the day. <laughs> so, so where are you um, going we... to go from here? You're, are you out looking for consultants? Are you out looking for clients? Are you marketing yourself? How do you market yourself online? And then we'll probably wrap up today's show. Sure. Uh, well, we are currently looking for consultants. That's a great question, Byron. <laughs> Thank you. We are currently looking for consultants for uh, the Green Business Certification Program. So we're going to be training consultants and probably identifying uh, the requirements for that within the next couple of months. We're also looking, and we're going to be developing the 
residential eco-coach program for in-home eco-audits, and that's really going to get started probably in the next, I'd say, three to six months, so it's a little bit further out. In terms of marketing, it's largely been word of mouth Mm -hmm. so far, so we've been very fortunate, and we have not done too much um, marketing outside of that Hmm. and really speaking engagements. So That's really great. Yeah. Just a plug for anybody out there listening and interested in this show, including yourself, by the the way. So Life Tips is changing a bit as well, and we're bringing in one guru for each niche topic at Life Tips um, that we publish a book for them free of charge, 101 tips in their niche topic, uh, we cut them into advertising revenue within their particular niche site at Life Tips. They blog and kind of lead a community um, and uh, and have opportunities to also create a tip and advice center on a client's website, which they get paid handsomely for, making several thousand dollars. So it's a neat new program. Um, and one of your consultants and or yourself, which I'm sure you have no bandwidth or time to take on that opportunity, um, but we'd probably carve out a couple. I mean, there's so many different green niches in here. We'll probably divide the whole green niche up a little bit. But if any of your consultants and or anyone listening to the show is interested, see Amanda for now. <laughs> uh, send your emails to her. She's heading up the recruitment effort for all those gurus. But what do you think about that? And, and you know, are there people out there that really are are really gurus in this topic. You're one of them, obviously, but are looking for an audience and looking for marketing and promotion opportunity for their skill? Well, first, I think that's a great idea. I love it, and I would love to be involved, either myself or someone who I'm working with, I'm sure. (laughs) But it sounds like fun, too. I'm inclined to say I love it, and, yes, it'll be me, but (laughs) we'll see about that. Sure. But, uh, yes, there's certainly, I think, there are a lot of uh, people out there who have been environmentalists in different fields for many years and who are uh, who have the background and have the experience in different areas and would offer very valuable advice. So, yes, I think it's a great idea, and I certainly think that there are people who have the credentials and have the experience for this out there. How much activity? Are you tracking the social media space within the green movement, if you will? Are you checking the boards and the blogs and, and have your own personal favorites of people that are making noise and rattling the cage out there that you're following? I am following. I've actually been following a lot of the news sites and a lot of the the ones that are kind of better known out there that I'm sure you're aware of include Grist or Tree Hugger or Environmental Leader and Environmental News. Those are more for the business side. In terms of gurus or what have you, hmm, <laughs> that's a great question. There is Annie Bertold Bond, who were, who is uh, blogs and writes for Care2, is great. She has a lot of tips on the residential portion of going green. Mm-hmm. And if you go to greenbiz.com and Joe Mackauer and, and a few of the other individuals who write there have some great information on businesses as well. Well, you can count on Mandy calling every one of those individuals that you just mentioned <laughs> as 
potential guest for the show. How about <laughs> just one final question, because I'm an inquisitive cat, as you can tell. Uh, tell do you do you think there are any really amazing uh, sources for either alternative energy that are really interesting to you right now, and or any any companies that that you think are, are producing really hip, cool products that are truly changing the world or have the potential to? Hmm. There are a couple companies out there. One that actually comes to mind is a company in in the D.C. area that's working on, that has actually created a uh, it's a solar console of sorts. So it's essentially this uh, it's a box. It's a plug and play box where you put solar panels on top and you can and you have batteries inside and it can power home for a couple days, so that would be great for a vacation home. What it's being used for right now is for emergency purposes. So if at stoplights or at any any sort of emergency um, situation that you can think of in terms of infrastructure, business infrastructure, or uh, telephone lines that are hard to reach, and so you want to you need instead of a generator, you need to put uh, something else out there because you don't have a generator. Things like that. It's called a power console, and the company is Reware, R E W A R E, and they actually started out with juice bags, which are solar powered bags, and that's mm-hmm. that's also a, a, a great company to check out. Huh. Very cool. I'm writing, wow. writing all these down. These are all <laughs> radio guests. <laughs> That's really yeah. And I can what I can great, certainly uh, follow up with you on that for, if you'd like. Yeah, great concept much. for a vacation home. That makes such perfect sense. What size is the box? Is it obtrusive? Is it like six it's, feet by six feet? It's um, about the size of a dining table, so it's maybe about six by four. They have different size boxes that they're developing now, and the great thing is that they're weatherproof, so if you put it in sand, it won't get the sand in there, it won't get the water in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brilliant. I mean, for a weekend house, how perfect is that, you know? Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Does it integrate with your existing electrical source, or do you have to really hardwire it all in? So when the power no. goes out, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually electrocates. Uh, <laughs> integrates with your electrical source from my limited understanding of electricity but what um, what how they've shown it is that just a, a basic electrician can come in if anything goes wrong and fix it as opposed to needing someone who's an expert in solar power hmm. <clears throat> who fights the lawsuit of your neighbors that <laughs> that see this big reflective box shining <laughs> through there actually uh, the thing that i like about it is it's, it's also um comes in different colors so huh. it's it's more it, it would be the equivalent of having an ipod it looks i think it looks kind of cool so it's not is it too flat and you put it on your roof do you put it on your roof no or? no no you put it in your backyard got it or front yard if you really want to <laughs> <laughs> or it becomes a table in your backyard and you put chairs around it and <laughs> That's right, with the solar panels, though. I don't know that you can eat or drink on solar panels. <laughs> right, right. Without a side kicker to it. Exactly. <laughs> well, wow, this has been a really great show. Thank you so much for your time today and being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Did you have any other tips that you – did I cut anyone short on tips? Did you have some tips you wanted to share with the guests, or – 
I do have a few tips that I wanted to throw out there that I thought were um, interesting for some businesses, and I'd mentioned the Zipcar one. Another thing that I really like that one of my clients um, did, implemented, was uh, switching the um, all the garbage cans at the, the desks and cubicles with recycling bins and then having just one central garbage can instead of the other way around. Mm. So that kind of encourages people to recycle. And one that, one that I wanted to share with you on the residential portion or on the residential front was, this is a little bit out there, but I thought it was fun and, and uh, for all the greener, the, the hardcore green people, it might be interesting, is capturing when you're taking a shower or a bath, capturing the rainwater and, or uh, not the rainwater, the bath water and using it to wet plants. That's a great tip, actually. Yeah. I'm into it. So a little tub in the shower? I'm sorry? A little tub in the shower, you know? Yeah, exactly. Shower in a tub. Put a little bucket in there and... Uh, Filter the soap <laughs> off the top. That's a great That's idea. That's neat, though. Yeah, it's yeah, neat. Yeah. Hmm. That's well, pretty that's awesome. Really exciting. We'll look forward to you, to you perhaps being the guru in, uh, of, of a tip site at Life Test with 101 tips, uh, and, and you have a good start with a good solid two already. So That's right. <laughs> Amanda, anything else for before we close out the show? No, but you know what? I knew Byron. I knew she was going to bring some tips that we hadn't heard before, and she totally pulled through. So thank you so much, Anka. I appreciate it. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate your time. I really hope enjoyed, you enjoyed it. Thank you, Byron and Amanda. Absolutely. Appreciate it once again. Hope your, uh, your, your life is a little bit smarter, better, and fi- wiser than <laughs> <laughs> whatever else I said. But let's try just for Amanda. Hope your life is a little smarter. Better. Faster. And eco, eco-friendly. And shower, tub, <laughs> recycled plant better. (laughs) Skim the soap off the top. (laughs) Right on. Thanks, everyone, for joining the show. We'll see you next week.